Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, come on in, everybody. It's Saturday night. Going to do a quick preview of tomorrow night's Sunday morning worship experience message. Come on in. Let me know where you are watching from. Added a few different platforms like we've been doing the last several previews. Um, all of, Actually, we did all of our digital platforms with the exception of our website and apps, all of our social platforms. Come on in. Let me know where you are watching from. Speak to me as you come in. Let's do a quick preview of where we're going tomorrow. The purpose of the preview is to get you excited about the word. Once you get excited, then you share it, all right? So that's the whole name of the game is that you share after you get excited. Click the share button as you come in. TikTok, come on in. Click share. Let's go. Instagram, you click the triangle at the bottom. Click share. Let's go. If you're on any of the other platforms, you click share. Let's go. Make sure to you subscribe to our YouTube channel, y'all. If y'all don't subscribe to our YouTube, make sure that you do that. Um, how do you do that? It's uh, YouTube. Uh, it's Harvest Church. is the church channel. And then Bishop Foreman is my channel. Make sure you subscribe to both of those. Charlotte, good to see you. Glencoe, Alabama, good to see you. Dallas, Texas, good to see you. Let's go. Y'all talk to me as you come in. Speak to me, though, there in the comments. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Palm Springs, California. Shalom to you. New Jersey, good to see you. Let's go. Where are we watching from? Where are we watching from? Omaha. Hey, Omaha. Shalom to you. Dr. Punta Gorda, Florida. Is that close to Tampa or is that a little further from Tampa? Aurora, good to see you. Miami. Hey, Miami. Panama City, good to see you. Denver, good to see you down there. Come on, y'all. Talk to me as you come in. Commerce City, what's happening? Let's go. Let's go. Kansas. Hey, Kansas. How are you? Palmdale, California. Welcome. Glad that you're on. You're in the ER. We, we speak healing to you in Jesus' name. All is well. That's what we speak to you in Jesus' name. Columbus, Georgia, Aurora, Colorado. I got some more Aurora over here. Let's go. South of Tampa. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Come on in, guys. Again, give you a couple more minutes so that you can share. Remember, when you share, people get saved. We're over 350 recorded decisions so far this year by people who have given their lives to the Lord. Why does that happen? It happens because of your faithful sharing. When you share, people get saved. And I need you to see yourself as part of that. The Bible says that he makes us fishers of men, which means literally we get to use our social media platforms to go after people to see them come to the Lord. All right. Even in the middle of the summertime. All right. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I'm going to give you a couple of more moments to make sure that you do that. Oh, that's cool. I had a little crown come on my head. That's cool. All right. Come on. Talk to me. Where are you watching from? And share. Shalom. Shalom. For those of you unfamiliar with that term, it is this biblical word. It's a Hebrew word, which literally means um, nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking. Hey, Palmdale, all is well. It means peace, but it means more than peace. Uh, it literally means that nothing missing. Come on, can I get a few of you to type that? Nothing broken. Nothing lacking. All is well. So every time you release shalom over your life, that's what you're speaking. You're saying, I am whole. Nothing is missing. Nothing is broken. Nothing is lacking. All is well. And you have to consistently and constantly speak that. Um, the Bible says, and, and I believe in this so strongly, Proverbs 18, 21. Um, somebody says, where does my shirt say? It says, where the favor reside. It was a gift to me. Um, you can't see the bottom, though, but it says favor, favor resides down there. Um 
but uh, Proverbs 18, 21, life and death in the power of our tongue, which means we're going to see what we say. Our world will be framed with our words. Our mouth determines what manifests in our life. Hey, Barbados. So you have to make sure that you are speaking life. And can, can I be honest with y'all, especially in those moments, how many of you, you've had some moments, you know, even in the first, what, how many days, eight, nine days? of this month where sometimes what you saw, you, you didn't want to speak life based on what you saw. Wave at me. If what you saw caused you to not want to speak life, um, caused you not to want to speak good, As a matter of fact, made you want to say something crazy. Wave at me. Let's be honest. Hey, Colorado, good to see you down here on one of the YouTube platforms. Again, normally on previews and I'll add all the other platforms where we're doing it tonight. I see some hands right there. Come on, let's tell the truth. Let's tell the truth. I see some more hands. Come on. Hey, Aurora, good to see you down there on one of the Facebook pages. I see some hands. Um, listen, it is so important that you learn how to tame your tongue. Matter of fact, before I get into this message preview, let's pray this prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, give us the grace, God, to tame our tongues. Give us the strength, God, to tame our tongues so that we are not speaking things that we do not want to see manifest in our lives. Give us the grace to tame our tongues. The Bible says that our tongue, God, it is like a rudder that can guide a ship, which means our tongue determines our destination. Our tongue determines where we're headed. And Father, we declare that one, that you will give us the grace to tame our tongues. Number two, we ask that you forgive us, God, for everything negative, everything crazy, everything foolish that has come out of our tongues. We ask that you would forgive us for that tonight in the name of Jesus. And we cancel the fruit. Come on, y'all pray with me. The fruit of anything that we have spoken out of our mouths that we should not have spoken. Give us the grace to tame our tongue. In Jesus' name we pray. Don't, don't say amen, just say tamed. T-A-M-E-D. Tamed. We're talking about your tongue. All right. Um, listen, I understand the challenge of that. I understand the frustration of that. I understand when sometimes what you see uh, can negatively affect what you say, but you have to learn how to tame your tongue. All right, here we go. We started this series uh, at the beginning of July called Summer Songs, and we're using songs to teach biblical and spiritual principles. We opened up the series with the message Summer Cookout, and I taught you Literally, how one cookout changed a man named Saul's life forever. Saul is a man that became the first king. Some of y'all drop a one in the comments. He became the first king of Israel. Not only the first king of Israel, uh, he was the first in his family to attain such a high place. And for many of you, you can relate to Saul because you are the first. You'll be the first in your bloodline, the first in your community, the first person that looks like you, the first woman, the first man, the first African-American woman, first Hispanic woman, first African-American man, whatever it may be, you may be the first to make it happen and you may be the first to do it. Now, why is this important to understand? This is important to understand because Saul in the story, as I taught it, it represents you. Saul's father's name is Kish and Saul's father's name literally means power. So Saul is the son of a man of power, not only of power, but it also means, pay attention, uh, the Bible says that he's a wealthy and influential man. So Saul's father is a powerful, wealthy, influential man. And so some of you may say, well, Bishop, but my natural bloodline, there's no powerful people. There are no, uh, there are no influential people. There are no wealthy people. Everybody look at me, guess what? 
Um, when you are born again and become a Christian, one of the reasons it's called being born again is because literally, and this, that's the whole purpose of water baptism. The scripture says it's an antitype showing us like a, a woman's water is breaking. When you are born again, literally, I don't care what your natural line was, things change in the spirit. In other words, when you are born again, your spirit is reborn, watch me, and you become a child of God. You got to hear me preview, which means that you are now the son of a kish. Come on. God is wealthy. He is powerful and he's influential. The scripture says all power is in his hands. That's well. The scriptures are, that's power. The scripture says that all the gold, all the cattle, uh, it says the earth and the fullness thereof is his. That means he is wealthy. Our God lacks nothing. And then, <laughs> come on, girl, really? And then, watch me. And then influential. The scripture says that God turns the heart of a king whatever way he wants to. That's influence. So our God is powerful. Our God is wealthy. And our God is influential. Listen. And he is, Saul is sent out on a journey. And this journey, you got to hear me, his journey is literally, somebody says, how come being a Christian doesn't feel happy? I don't know what you're being taught. I always feel guilty and ashamed. It, that depends on what you're being taught. Um, the Bible that I read and the Bible that we read at Harvest and the way the scriptures taught at Harvest, um, you shouldn't be walking around with guilt and shame. So I encourage you to stay connected. Get our app. How do you do that? Um, uh, you can text the word Harvest to 877-552-4746. How many of you can testify? And that the word you receive from harvest doesn't leave you feeling guilty and shame. Y'all just wave at me on whatever platform you're on. Because the word shouldn't do that. The Bible says that the spirit brings conviction, but he does not bring condemnation. Um, we have fun in church at harvest. So to that comment over here on TikTok, I want to encourage you to get connected. So you can have some fun in church and have some fun with God. I mean, God is fun. This is exciting. You can see the hands on all the different platforms. All right. So listen. In this, you all, um, one of the things that is super exciting to me about the story of Saul um, is that Saul is sent out on this journey. And the reason he's sent out on this journey is because Kish's donkeys are lost. And in the Hebrew culture, donkeys represented three things. They represented the sign of the blessing. They represented your strength and they represented your mobility. It was like um, it was like a, literally a luxury automobile to have a donkey and be a Hebrew. Um, so he launched several donkeys. And the Bible says that Saul is sent on this journey. And everybody watching me, all of us have been sent on a journey to recover something. And for many, you got to know this. It's not just about your bloodline. It's bigger than your bloodline. He Saul is sent to find these donkeys because they're his father's donkeys. And for some of you, you literally represent in your bloodline God recovering the lost strength, the lost blessing, and the lost mobility. Mobility means I can go where I want to go. I can do what I want to do. It means you have options. You're on that journey. And what I love about it is, um, is I taught this on Wednesday. And Wednesday's message, if you missed it, go get our app so that you can get Wednesday's message. Literally, Wednesday's message is called Who's All Coming? Um, because I was talking about the cookout that changed Saul's life forever. But one of the things I made clear um, is that if somebody was not doing, the only reason Saul is sent on this journey to find the donkeys is because somebody was not doing their job to watch the donkeys. 
And sometimes you got to listen. You literally are thrown into a situation where somebody else did not do what they were supposed to do. And now it feels like you're the cleanup person. Wave at me. If you if you got some situations happening in life right now where you feel like, you know what, I got to deal with this. And truthfully, it's not even my issue to deal with. It's because somebody else didn't do what they were supposed to do. I need you to learn how to thank God for some trifling, uh, um, sloppy people who did not do what they were supposed to do. Look at me. Here's why. Because God used them to get you on a journey. Saul never goes to find these donkeys. And eventually, what did he trying to find these donkeys? Where does it get him? And gets him to the man of God named Samuel. What does Samuel do? Samuel announces to him that you're going to be king. Why is that significant? If somebody doesn't do wrong, then Saul never gets right. I'll say it again. If somebody doesn't do wrong, Saul never gets right. Can I help you? Do not be bitter at anybody. Don't be mad at anybody. Nobody has ever used you. They don't have that much power. I've talked to this before. Ephesians 6, 8 says that knowing that any good anyone does, he will receive the same from the Lord, which means, watch me, God will never suffer you to simply be used. God will never suffer for you to simply be taken advantage of. God uses everything to work together for your good. Can I get everybody on every platform to just say this? And it's not good English, but I just need you to say it like this. I ain't mad. I am mad. Listen, guys, if you're just coming here, speak to me. Let me know where you're watching from and make sure that you share. When you share, people get saved. When you share, people get saved. I added some other platforms tonight, too, that I'm looking down here. Do not be mad. Like, don't be mad that you trained them up and then they ran off with your training. I ain't mad. I ain't mad. Why? Because if the donkeys are not lost, Saul, you never go on your journey. If you don't go on your journey, guess what? You never take the throne. And I need you to hear me. God is so into you and so strategic with you that he literally says, I'm going to make this person not do what they're supposed to do. And that's going to make you start looking for something. That's going to put you on a journey. That's going to put you on a journey externally and internally. Some of you, the only reason you're a Christian today is because somebody did something wrong and that got you right. Somebody did something that they were not supposed to do and that got you right. Is there anybody on any of the platforms tonight that can tell the truth that if it wasn't for somebody doing wrong, certain areas of your life would not be right? My hands are up. My hands are up. Um, I can look back over several circumstances. I, I think back on a business tip. Years and years ago, before I started a real, a real, a real estate finance brokerage, and um, I was working for a, uh, um, a pastor at the time, and he had owned a real estate finance company. I was working for that pastor. I was in marketing and ministry simultaneously, and I had a marketing background. And so I was brought in to build his marketing department. And as I was building his marketing department, I brought in all these people, built this team. Things didn't go the way um, that we intended for them to go. And can I be honest with you? I was left being old. Now watch me, because he was a man of God, let me tell you what I did. People said, you should do this, and you should say this, and you should, I said, I will say nothing. I said, I will not raise my tongue in any way, shape, form, or fashion against that man, because he's a man of God. And while the business didn't go the way that I intended for it to go, I will shut my doggone mouth because he's a man of God. 
I stayed in a place of honor. And guess what? Had that not happened, I never would have been introduced to a skill that caused me to build a very, very successful business. I would have not been introduced to information that caused me to build a very successful business. Everybody look at me. Um, you have to know, you have to know, if it was not for something that went wrong, I never would have got right. Come on, I need you to put a praise on the screen. If it was not for something that went wrong, I never, and let me tell you something, and I learned, and let me tell you, I took what I learned, and it was very good to me. It was very good to me. Come on, I just need a few of you to type on the platform, a praise, watch me, to thank God for what went wrong. If those donkeys are never lost, if those donkeys are never lost, Saul never goes on a journey. You ready? If that man never talked crazy to you, let me talk to some of you single ladies. If he never talked crazy to you, you never would. Now, listen, I'm not saying it was right. Do not misinterpret what I'm saying. I'm not saying that at all. But what it did was it forced you to learn how to love yourself. Let me talk to some single men. Had she not ran out on you, it never would have forced you to love you. Let me talk to some married folks. If that uh, a person you used to date never did you wrong, you never would have found who you're married to now. I need you to thank God for what went wrong. Come on, message preview. Can I get you to share this to and tag a few people who need to hear this right now? Thank God for what went wrong. Had they never shut you down, you never would have been able to discover the right place. You never would have discovered it. 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 All right. So you have to thank God for what goes wrong to you. Because the Bible says Romans 8, 28, he makes all things work together. Some of you, you would be watching me right now and connected to me right now. If it wasn't for something that went wrong, you got to hear that. All right. He goes on a journey. They go to four places looking for the donkeys. I taught you about the four places. You can get all of that in the message. How do you get the message? You text the word harvest to 877-552-4746. All right. Hey, for those of you that are on any platform, if you're posting scriptures, post scriptures that have something to do with what I'm talking about. Don't be off in your own world doing your own thing. All right. Thanks. Listen, the fifth place that they get to and five is the number of grace. Five is the number of favor. Five is the number of supernatural. When they get to the fifth place, the fifth place is literally Zuff, Z-U-P-H, Zuff. They literally went from A to Z. And here's the frustrating part. Can we have an honest conversation for a few moments? We can look at Saul's story now and we can say, well, he's on a journey and God's got him on a journey. But while he was in it, it didn't make sense. I need everybody to lock in right now. While he was in the journey, the journey did not make sense. I need you to listen very carefully. It may not make sense now. You gotta hear this, but it will make sense later. It may not make sense now, but it will make sense later. I'm gonna say it a third time because some of y'all gotta hear that. Because it's easy to look at Saul and say, oh look, God had a plan and God was using the plan and God had this. But when you're in it, come on, can I get a few honest people with me? When you're in it, you're over it. Wave at me. What do you mean over? Like you're over. Like, God, what is this? This is a mess. I don't want to deal with this. Think of how much of a failure he felt like. 
Think about the fact that he's out, look at me, he's doing a servant's job, which means he's already having to do things that, it, that, that a servant should be doing. In other words, he's doing things that somebody else should be doing. And that's one of the tests of your journey is your humility. Can you do what you think is beneath you? Can you do, and listen, and here's the lesson. We got to realize nothing is beneath us. No, listen, don't ever get so high to where you think certain things are beneath you to do. Come on, can I get you to type that on the screen? Nothing is beneath me. Nothing, the only thing beneath me is talking about people and gossiping and being dishonorable. And you, Sometimes you got to get down and you got to get in the trenches. You got to do what you got to do. And listen, here's the piece, the piece. Sometimes you have to do what you have to do until you can do what you want to do. I'll say that again. Sometimes you have to do what you have to do until you can do what you want to do. Sometimes I'll say it again. You have to do what you have to do to do what you want to do. You have to do what you have to do until you do what you want to do. Which means, listen, um, I remember in Denver, we, we haven't done it during, uh, since the pandemic. But once a month, we would go and we would hit the community. We would go and we would hit the community. Um, we did pray. Uh, that prayer request that just came in, we did pray. So all will be well on that. I see you. I got you, um, Benina. I got you. Um, and we would go into the community and we would give away thousands of invites um, um, to, to church. And guess who was doing it? Me. I was out there with the people. And I remember one time, um, knocking, we used to knock, we'd knock on the doors early on, knocking on the door. And you know what I did? As I would give them the thing, they'd look on the fly and they'd say, well, that's you. I said, I know. They're like, oh, wow, that's crazy. How are you doing it? How are you doing it? Sometimes you have to do um, what you have to do until you can do what you want to do. Right? Oh, they're coming back. They're coming back. We call them take the city in back. They're coming back. All right? Um, in a new way. All right? So in all of that, you have to sometimes do what you have to do until you can do what you want to do. Right? Nothing is beneath you. Nothing is beneath you. Saul, get out there and look for these donkeys. Yes, you have a servant. And yes, the truth is, is that you should be able to do that. But guess what? Um, the reality is, um, this is what you're going to have to do. Because I need you to make sure that you're not too arrogant. I need you to make sure that you don't think, watch me, that you are exempt. Come on, y'all. Um, Joseph had to deal with the same thing. He had to do what? Maybe he at one point thought was beneath them. Um, he literally had to deal with crazy folks and crazy situations. He had to do what he had to do. Don't be that type of person where God can't use you because you won't be used. Many are called fewer chosen. Who's chosen? The ones that are that are available and the ones that show up. Don't be too arrogant and think, I ain't doing that. That's the wrong attitude. That's right. And your attitude determines your altitude. So if your altitude is low, that tells me so is your attitude, okay? Because whenever you think something you're too good for something and something is beneath you, what you're really saying is that your attitude is super low, all right? All right, here we go. So listen, <clears throat> in that, he goes on a journey four places. Then he gets to the fifth place. Fifth place is Zuff. Five is grace. Five is super. Five is supernatural. What's going on, Pastor Parker? Um, supernatural. Um, can I get a few of you to drop five? Because this is where you're at. Let me just tell you where you're at in your journey. For most of you, you're in, you're in the fifth place. You're in fifth place. The fifth place. Zuff. They have to go from A to Z. So, yes, you may feel like a failure. Yes, you may feel like, God, I'm over this. Like, I've gone all these places. I've tried all these things. 
And it was the servant. It was an unlikely person that gave him the idea. He says, wait a minute, I got an idea. Um, I heard there's a man of God in this city, I heard in this region. It's Zuff. I heard, and just think about it. This is the crazy name. How do you go from Ephraim and Shalisha and Shalim and all that? And Benjamin. And then you talk about Zuff. It doesn't even, you ready? Oh, you ready? You ready? The name of the place doesn't even fit the, the previous places. It doesn't even fit. It doesn't even sound like the previous places you've been. Um, do, do you have to be okay? Let me throw this out there. You have to be okay um, that sometimes the only place where you're going to get change is when you're not in your comfort zone. Change and comfort cannot coexist in the same place. That name doesn't even fit. Right? Zuff. That's crazy, right? So while they are in Zuff, the servant says, I have an idea. There's a man of God in the city. Literally, Zuff means, first definition, the land of Samuel. Samuel's the man of God. The second definition, it means honeycomb. Honeycomb. And even when you think about the process of what it takes for a bee to make honey, is they got to go to all these trees. They got to pollinate. They got to go. The journey you've been on was so that you would pick up little things. You pick up little things from this city, from this job, from this place, to this person, from this. You pick up little things so that you'd be able to bring all of those things to yourself. Mm, God, this is getting good to me now. Man, I only got four minutes left. All of this journey that you've been on is so that you can pick up all of these little things and get them and bring them to yourself. Your rewarding place. Honey means reward. It means sweet. It means the end product, the end result. All of these little things you have to get. You needed to learn how to deal with some crazy folks. Because listen, people are people are people. And some of you think, well, if I go to a different city, if I go to a different place, if I go to a different job, well, it's going to be crazy there too. You need to learn how to deal with them. You're going to bring everything you've learned into your stuff. All right, guys, if you've not shared yet, make sure that you share. When you share, people get saved. Only got a few more minutes for this message preview tonight. What ends up happening? They meet the man of God. The man of God, Samuel, says, listen, you are the hope of Israel. You came to me looking for some donkeys. Guess what? Guess what? Don't worry about the donkeys. What, look at me. The only reason God used the donkeys was to make you take action. You wouldn't have taken action had the donkeys not left. And for some of y'all, God's like, I know he's not going to do it if I don't force him to. I know she's not going to do it if I don't force her to. How many of you can be honest about yourself that there are some things that you will not do unless you are pushed to do it? My hands are up. My hands are up. My hands are up. My hands are up. Um, there are some things you will not do unless you are pushed to do it. Unless you are forced to do it. Oh my, come on. So what happens? Um, the donkeys were just used to get Saul to Samuel. He gets to Samuel and what happens? Samuel anoints him to be king. When Samuel anoints him to be king, guys, um, where were we at on Wednesday? The Bible says that there were some scoundrels that did not bring him a gift. Okay, because everybody brought gifts because Samuel had instructed them. This is the new king. You honor the king with gifts. So everybody brought gifts. They didn't bring gifts. Bible says that they were complainers. They complained. So they were disrespectful and dishonorable because they didn't bring them a gift. Number two, they complained. 
Um, they complain. How's he going to be the king? Why is he the king? Why did God pick him? And I need everybody to listen to me. I need you to be okay with the fact um, that everybody is not going to clap. Scoundrels. That's an old school word. Well, the old school word is scallywags. Skeezers. Huh? I need, listen, I need you to be okay that everybody won't clap. Matter of fact, can I help you? Stop looking for everybody to clap. I need like three or four of you to just type it on the screen. I'm not looking for that. I'm not even looking for everybody to clap. Don't look for everybody to say you, you did a great job. Everybody ain't going to think you did a great job. And it doesn't even have anything to do with you. Stop looking for everybody to clap. Stop looking for everybody to say, that's a great idea. People who ain't never had no good idea don't know what a good idea is. Hmm? Stop looking for everybody to clap. Stop. Don't look for everybody to be happy. Don't look for that. Because if you're looking for that, you're going to frustrate yourself. You're going to frustrate yourself. The Bible says they didn't bring them a gift. They were dishonorable and disrespectful. Secondly, they complained. Thirdly, they disdained him. They disdained him. They, they despised him. Um, they looked down on him. In other words, think about it. He's the king and they looking down on him. What? You know what's funny? Is that some people will act like they feel sorry for you as if you are in the seat of a victim. You are not. You are not a victim. You are a victor. They looked down. How are you going to look down on a man that just became your king? That's crazy. And the Bible says Saul does one thing and one thing amazingly well. The Bible says, and Saul ignored them. Come on, y'all. Type that on the screen. I'll ignore them. Do not give energy to those types of people in these next six months of your life. Do not listen to me carefully. Do not give energy to those types of people in this next six months of your life. The Bible says um, that Saul ignored them. Guys, let me know if you're on these platforms that are looking down at me at this camera here. Did it just black out? Let me know if it blacked out. If it did, if it did, do a thumbs down. If it blacked out. If it didn't black out, just give a thumbs up for those of you on these platforms down here. All right? He ignored them. So you're going to have to ignore the people who don't clap. And you know what's funny? Um, we often focus in and zone in on the people who don't clap. And we totally ignore the people that do clap. You kind of ignore, okay, it did black out. Okay, thank you all. And we kind of ignore the people that do clap. All right, just a little lag back to normal. Okay, it's actually, I clicked out of it. So I didn't know that it takes you black when I click out. But now I know, I got you. All right, I got you. You got to ignore them. And here's what ignore means in Hebrew. Hebrew, Hebrew means, um, the Hebrew phrase ignore them means this. It means he kept plowing. He kept plowing. Saul was like, well, I got to keep going. Um, you know what most of us do? Most of us is we will, you ready? Is we will invite in what we should ignore. We'll invite in what we should ignore. You know what most of us, and, and some of you say, no, Bishop, no, I don't do that. You may not do it externally, but you'll invite their lack of clapping internally. So you'll say, well, why didn't so-and-so clap? Why didn't so-and-so do this? Why didn't so-and-so do that? Why didn't so-and-so do this? Why didn't so-and-so? Well, I don't know. Did I do something? Everybody cannot be pleased. Saul said, I'm going to please God. And Saul said, I'm going to make sure, because he was assigned to Samuel as his man of God. He says, I'm going to make sure that I please God. 
I'm going to make sure I follow Samuel's instructions. He said, the rest of y'all bump you very much. You can, you cannot invite that in. You got to keep climbing. There's not going to be, there's going to be some people who are not going to be excited about the fact that you're trying to get fit now. Okay. Why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? You don't need to do all that. Why are you doing you don't need all that? Listen. Okay. Number love for you, but bump that. Because what you're not going to do is pull me into this mess. That's what you're not going to do. That's what you're not going to do. That's what you're not going to do. Um, you have to ignore. I, I, um, if, if I'm honest, which I am, if I'm honest, um, sometimes I have to make sure that I guard, um, as a shepherd, I have to make sure that I guard myself from certain things. Because sometimes um, there's certain things that people can do that if I'm not careful, it, I can internally invite something I should ignore. I'm going to say that again. Um, as a shepherd, there, there's sometimes that, there's things that people do that I'm like, that is just wow. The fact that I'm still having it. And, and I have to be careful to not internally invite what I should ignore. This is why the scripture says, above all, guard your heart. That's your mind. Okay? And, and here's what's crazy. Can I go deeper? It was men. And the men of Israel were supposed to be leaders. Which means the scoundrels were people who had seats of leadership. And Saul is like, you ninjas, you're supposed to be the ones doing it the best. And you're the sloppiest. You're the ones that are supposed to be making it happen. And this is what I'm hearing. You're the ones that supposed. So it was it was people who should watch me. Some of the people you're gonna have to ignore are gonna be people that are really close to you. It's quiet. Some of the people you're gonna have to ignore is people that know better. That know better, and you're like. This is what you're doing? Ooh, come on. Come on. This is what's happening? All right? Um, you have to guard. You cannot do that. Because if you don't, if you begin, let me just deal with this. You'll internalize that. And if you internalize that, what will you do? You'll stop plowing. You'll stop plowing. You'll stop plowing. And you cannot do that. You'll stop plowing. And you cannot stop. Come on, I need you to speak this on yourself. I cannot stop. I won't stop. I can't stop. No. You'll be like, are you joking? You are the one that's supposed to be doing the, the best and you're the most trifling. Somebody said, do like Elsa and let it go. You cannot internalize it. You cannot internalize it. If I was to go deeper preview, and we're out of time because I'm six minutes over. If I was to go deeper, the Bible says, listen, okay, y'all want to go deep? I need, I need 20 of you all to just say, go, Bishop. Go, Bishop. I need 20 of you all to say, go, Bishop. And I'm going to go deep. I'm going to go really deep because I'm going to show you somewhere where Saul messed up and we can learn from. I'm going to go deep. I need 20 of you to say, go, Bishop. I need 20 of you to say, go. While I'm waiting on my 20 to respond because the comments may be on delay. If you have not shared this yet, make sure that you share. When you share, people get saved, all right? And if you haven't, let me know where you're watching from. Let me know where you're watching from, all right? Over here on TikTok, click the arrow at the bottom. Over here, use the triangle at the bottom. 
over on the different platforms, whatever platform you are, make sure you follow so you get notifications every time we go live, all right? All right, I got my 20, I got my 20. In the next chapter, and we're gonna deal with a little bit of this tomorrow, and this is what I'm setting you up for. Tomorrow is the Will Smith song, Summer, Summer, Summertime, all right? Um, which is nothing more than a sample of an old song. Um, listen carefully. Um, if you don't know what time it is, you will not respond accordingly. I'll say it again. If you don't know what time it is, you will not respond accordingly. Um, if you think it's eight in the morning and it's eight at night, you're going to walk outside talking about, I'm going to get my day started. Baby, the day is over. Um, the scripture says in the next chapter, um, and that something interesting happened. Um, and the Bible says that all of those scoundrels, Samuel, the man of God, gave Saul the directive. Samuel said, kill those men that, that were scoundrels. He said, kill them. Do you know what Saul did? Saul said, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. And what ended up happening? Saul began to internalize who he would not cut. And because he began to internalize who he would not cut, who ended up losing the kingdom? He did instead of them. Samuel said, don't internalize it, ignore them, but I need you, you ready? But I need you to marginalize them. I need you to, I need you to shut them down. I need you to, I need you to totally make them insignificant. I need you to reduce them. Uh, literally, Samuel said, Samuel said, behead them. Samuel said, them. and you know what Saul did? No, 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 not today. Let's just have a party. What have you lost because you were afraid to lose them? I'll stop right there. Tomorrow's message is the Will Smith song, Summertime. Oh my God. I'm so excited about the word because I'm going to show you what happened immediately after Saul took the throne. I'm going to, somebody says, this was Sunday message on Saturday. <laughs> I know previews are really like their own Bible study if you want the truth. Um, I'm going to show you what happened immediately after Saul took the throne. In the Bible, there's one line in there that just had me like, whoa, it's going to, I promise you, you've never seen this before. I promise you, you've never heard this before, but you're going to see it tomorrow morning. What time? 9.15 and 11.15 a.m. Mountain Time. And that's 11.15 and 1.15 East Coast Time. Let me get you to do me this, uh, this favor. One, share this. Invite some people to church on campus or online uh, as a hybrid church. There's way more of us online than there are in any building. And we thank God for technology. So that's really exciting. All right. I promise you what I show you tomorrow, you've never seen before. And in fact, when I read you the verse, when I read you, there's one verse in there. Now, all of it's good. But there's one verse in there that was like, Whoosh. Because there's certain things that you can't figure out where it came from. There's certain emotions you can't figure out where they came from. I'm going to show you that in tomorrow's word. All right? Because there's some things that aren't the devil. There's some things that God says, I, I did that. All right? 915, 1115, Eastern, uh, Mountain Time, 11, uh, 1115, 11, 1115, there we go. Eastern Time. We're at harvestchurch.church. 
Harvest Church, that church. That is so amazing. Looking forward to the sermon at 1 a.m. Sydney time. I'm so glad that you are up watching at 1 a.m. Sydney time. Much love, much love, much love. That is awesome. All right. Um, last two things I want to do tonight. If this preview bless you, I want to encourage you to sow. I want to encourage you to sow. And um, literally, it's whatever you sow, put a five in it. You can five dollars, fifty-five dollars, fifty-two dollars, five dollars, ten dollars, fifty-five. Put a five in it. Five representing Zuff that you have gone through your search. You're gonna call the place that you're at. Five. I'm in a place of grace. I'm in a place of favor. I'm in a place of supernatural. That's where I'm at. I've gone to A to Z. I've been on my journey. I've been searching. I'm in Zuff. Whatever you sow. How can you sow? You can use the badges on Instagram over on TikTok. There's some way to sew. To be honest, I don't know how you do it. Somebody put the instructions in there and let people know how to do that. Let me also encourage you, you can use Cash App, dollar sign, Bishop Foreman with the number two at the end, or you can use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify. All of that is available for you. Whatever you do, whatever you sow tonight, put a five in it. And literally, you're going to name this seed. This is my Zuff seed. Zuff, Z, Z-U-P-H. Um, this, this just always blows my mind when I think about the journey he had to go through. That's just so crazy to me, the journey that he had to go through. Let me also say this to IG. One of the cool things about Instagram, and uh, we continue to pray that they uh, open up our algorithm. Let's just pray that real quick. Father, on all of our social channels, we pray that they open up our algorithms, that there be no shadow banning, that there be nothing that restrict or stop us from reaching the maximum number of people. We pray for an increase in our subscribers on all our platforms, an increase in our followers on all our platforms, so we continue reaching people and changing lives for your glory. Through technology, God, we are able to reach exceedingly abundantly above all we could ask or think in a physical building. And for that, God, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Lastly, if you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure you're in the right place at the right time. God's got you on his mind. If that's you, you need to become a Christian for the first time. Tonight's your night. Secondly. If you need to recommit yourself to the Lord tonight, should I thoroughly like this for me? I don't know where things stand with God, but I want to be sure tonight. I, I, I want to be sure. On the count of three, just do me this favor. Do the hand wave emoji or say it to me wherever you're at. Do the hand wave emoji or say it to me when I count to three. One, two, three. Respond right there. No guilt, no condemnation, no saying. You guys understand the language you use, right? You're in a safe place. People need to know that they're not going to be judged and kicked down and beat down. That's not our God. Our God lifts people up. Our God lifts people up. Our God lifts people up just like he lifts us up. Um, so you know our language. You know God loves them and he loves them unconditionally. The same way he loves us unconditionally. All right. So become a Christian. Recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. Do that hand wave emoji or say it's me. So good to see all of you all in the comments um, and all of that. I love reading your comments. I love seeing you. Even if I don't acknowledge it directly, just know that I can see it. All right. All right, I'm going to count you down. Five, waiting on you. Four, three. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. Two, wherever you're at, waiting on you. One, wherever you're at, waiting on you. Everybody pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. I see you over here. I got you. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give you the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. In Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, guys, if you just prayed that prayer for the first time or recommitted yourself to the Lord, text the word decision. You already know if you've been around for a little bit. What happens when I send the text? You're going to get a text right back from us congratulating you on your decision. And then it's going to give you a link 
that's going to get you to a message and a page um, that literally is called what next. So I just prayed this prayer. What do I do next? Um, let me walk you through the process. Let me walk you through what you do. Let me walk you through that. All right. 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 Love you guys. Shout out to the 10 of you over here. IG says who have done if you use the badges to sell, uh, it says it's 10 over there. So appreciate you over there. And the reason I started bringing up Instagram and we prayed over the socials is because one of the cool things is with the reels, Instagram compens uh, sends uh, uh, to the church with those reels. So I need y'all on all my reels on Instagram. I need y'all to go share all of those in your story. Get those likes or get those views up because they literally, they, they send the church resources as a result um, of those numbers going higher. Isn't that cool? All right? But in them doing that, that's also because if they're going to pay money, that's why they're messing with them algorithms, all right? Because they're paying money. So, you know, there's a suppression tactic there. So, it's kind of, you know, it is what it is for our favor in Jesus' name. All right? So, make sure y'all share those reels over there. Go to all of them, put them in your story, comment on them, like them, interact with them. Um, because it ends up being a blessing to our church. All right, love you guys. Have an amazing night. See you in the morning, 9.15 a.m., 11.15 a.m. Mountain. It's 11.15 and 1.15 East Coast time. Make sure that you share this, and if you're going to sow tonight, whatever you sow, put a five in it and call it my Zuff seed, Zuff. Um, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, go to the beginning of tonight's preview, and you can see that. Shalom, y'all. Have a good night. Shalom, everybody. Bye-bye, TikTok. Love y'all. All right, IG, love you. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.